All right, welcome back. Our uh, Valspar Championship is on for 2021. We will have limited fans, and the tournament will, in the very near future, announce on this program uh, how many fans they will have and their limited ticket packages. So stay tuned every Wednesday at 515 for our Valspar Championship update. We'll give you all those details when they become available, but you can also guarantee that you can be part of the Valspar Championship by going to ValsparChampionship.com and signing up to be a volunteer. Uh, be a range volunteer and be able to just sit out there all day and watch these amazing swings of the greatest players in the world. I love going to the range. Um, so go to ValsparChampionship.com and uh, become a volunteer. All right, we're welcoming our good friend who uh, covers that championship and many, many more. The great Bob Herrig from ESPN joins us now, their senior golf writer. What's up, Bob? How are you? Hey, Happy New Year, JP. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Um, I'm guessing you didn't get to go to Hawaii for the Tournament of Champions. Uh, no, unfortunately, I'm uh, I'm right here in the neighborhood. Uh, and uh, but you know, even even in uh, the non-COVID times, we we typically skip Hawaii. Yeah. It's a tough sell at ESPN when you've got <laughs> the NFL uh, dominating things on these first two weekends of the year. So. Uh, have I'll you be ever back been out there? there. You... Uh, no, not to, not to cover the tournament. No, I have not. No, I've never been so... to Hawaii and played golf, and I want to so bad. I think that's going to be my next uh, my next big golf trip. Have you played any of those courses at all over there? You know, it, uh, it's funny. I've been to the Big Island, yeah, uh, which is which is not where they play these events. Last week was Maui. This week is. Oahu, and uh, but the seniors play on the Big Island. I think next week, uh, one of their their tournament of champions is over there. I mean, look, they're all great. Ugh. So yeah, a lot of great nice. eye candy. I know that. I, I can't. Yeah, like even the Sony Open, which typically doesn't have the greatest field in the world, which is this week. I just watch just to, for the uh, just to watch the the scenery and the, and the and the golf. It's just amazing those golf courses over there. So hopefully, yep. hopefully soon. All right, so. Uh, Harris English wins uh, first week out. Uh, what did we learn from the Tournament of Champions this past week? Oh, you know, obviously uh, Harris was a guy who's been knocking on the door here lately. He's had a nice resurgence in the fall, and it's kind of nice to see him come through. Um, but I think we also learned, you know, and uh, actually, you know, he continues a trend of had like, since this season actually began, this new season actually began in September, we've had like four or five guys now who had gone long stretches without winning. He hadn't won since 2013. Stuart Sink won the Safeway. He hadn't won since he won the Open in 2009. Um, Brian Gay won a tournament for the first time in several years. Uh, Martin Laird. So we've had a bunch of these veteran guys. Yeah who haven't won in a while and have won. Now, does, what does that mean? I don't know that it means a whole lot. I mean, Justin Thomas was right there again. Um, uh, I thought Dustin Johnson for, you know, playing his first tournament since the Masters, you would expect that he probably uh, wasn't grinding during the holidays, uh, and, and he came out with in, in pretty good form. You know, I think those are the guys we're going to be talking about, guys like that. Uh, you know, Justin Thomas and DJ are, are solid guys who don't, don't seem to have gone anywhere, and, and I think we're going to see plenty of them here in the, 
in the coming weeks leading up to the Masters again. Hey, Bob, uh, Joaquin Neiman is a young kid that actually did most of his um, apprenticeship, I would say, out here at Saddlebrook. Um, he's from what, Chile? Is that right? He's South America, correct? correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hell of a talent. And he was in the playoff this past weekend. What what have you seen from him? I mean, he seems he's been competitive in in some of the majors. Do you think this is a year where we'll we'll see him really take off? Quite possibly. I mean, you know what you see in a guy like him, which is a lot of these guys, no fear. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, no fear. Uh, you know, it didn't used to be this way. You used to have to take your lumps when you were a young player. Yep. You came out on tour and you had to learn your way around, and you you got beat up a little bit and. Uh, suffered some defeats and, you know, uh, and, and, and while, you know, obviously he didn't win, uh, he shot a hell of a final round yeah. to get into that playoff. Uh, he's already won on tour. Uh, he's just, yeah, I mean, like these guys are amazing. They just, you know, they're, they're seasoned already when they turn pro. And he's just another example of that, you know, like Matthew Wolf, like Morikawa, uh, you know, these guys are just, um, it, it's, it, it's incredible that they are so competitive so quickly. Bob Herrick joining us here. It's a Valspar Championship update. Um, what do you think? Uh, let, we got to talk Tiger uh, at some point. It's a, it is the law. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect from Tiger? And with the Masters, it feels like it's coming up like soon, even though it's, it's at the same time in April. Uh, we just had one, and it just seems, seems like it's going to come up faster. But what, what are your thoughts on Tiger? When will he play next? What do, you, what do you think his schedule will be? Well, actually, you know, since we are talking about the Valspar here indirectly, I, yes. I do think they have a shot at him, and I'll explain that in a minute. But but I, I'm, I feel quite certain he's going to make his first start at Torrey Pines in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That's traditionally where he's begun. Uh, he loves it there, even though I don't necessarily think uh, January in San Diego is good for him at this point. Uh, he's stubborn about that. Mm-hmm. But yet the U.S. Open is going to be there uh, in, in June. So I, I would guess he wants to play Tory. Absolutely. He will. And, and, you know, just to the whole thing about the Masters. Okay, you're right. The Masters is soon. It's less than 90 days away. And... The way my mind works is, is if you're Tiger, that should be your motivation to like kind of really kind of get in gear, start getting in gear now. Yeah, you know that's what he used to always do. He he'd build into it, but I don't know that he thinks that way necessarily. Mm. You know, and I don't know that he thinks that way anymore. Uh, and you know, like he's he's going to play two events, that one in Riviera. Riviera he'll play because his foundation runs the event, and he has to. Yeah, It's not been a great venue for him. The weather's typically chilly. It's funny. They play in California in the two worst months, weather months of the year that they have, January and February. <laughs> yep. the, the other 10 months are glorious. Yes. But the PGA Tour goes to those places when, it's, when their weather is it's their winter. Yeah. And that means, like, 50s in the morning and chilly and it's wet. Um, it's not conducive for a guy with a bad back. Great point. So, um, you know, I think he's got lots of reasons to want to, you know, to want to try to ramp up, but can he, can he physically? And then, then we've got, you know, the, the Valspar is not in March this year, but, but we're going to have four tournaments in Florida almost 
assuredly. The Mexico event is not going to be played in Mexico City. It's, they're looking like they're going to play somewhere in Florida. So hmm. then you'd have Bay Hill after that. Wow. The Players' Championship in Honda. So four straight weeks. Which one of those does Tiger play? You know, if I were betting, he'll, he'll take a week off after Riviera, play Bay Hill and the Players, take a week off, play the match play, a week off in the Masters. The beautiful thing about the Valspar is it's three weeks after the Masters and it's three weeks before the PGA. Perfect. And so I think they're going to get a lot of guys because of that. Some of them will play Quail Hollow the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Charlotte, you know, Tiger has played Quail Hollow many times, but if he's only going to play one, my guess is he comes here. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? He had good success here. He doesn't have to go far. Nope. He's not done particularly well at Quail Hollow in recent years. Um, I could, I could certainly make the argument for it. Now, whether or not that comes true or not, um, I've been wrong many times, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, in, in trying to figure out what he will do, you know, uh, after he won the Masters, he didn't play at all between the Masters and the PGA, and that wasn't good. Yeah, he'll play at least once, and so why not here? So that's you know that's sort of how I look at it, and I think as we get into it and we see how he is physically, we'll have a better idea. And he's really going to pick and choose, um, you know, the rest of his career which where he wants to play, in a, and it won't be, you know, I, I would say you're probably not going to see him play more than 15 events in, in any year. And you know these some of these some of these courses, Bob, are just they become too much for him. I think in some ways, um, but not Copperhead. I mean, it's that that's a very that's a course that very much fits his game today. Would you agree? Absolutely, because yeah. it's not a course that requires a lot of driver tee shots. Um, you know, if if there's an issue in Tiger's game, it's the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also argue it's his wedge play, his 100 yard shots. Um, for a guy of his ability, it's amazing. I mean, you know, we haven't talked, but you know, there was at least three times that that father son, you know, they're playing <laughs> they're playing a scramble. Okay, they've got an 80 yard, 100 yard, 120 yard shot. Tiger and Charlie, who's 11, are hitting from the same spot. Yep. And Charlie hit it closer. <laughs> and it's because Tiger's wedge game is just not dialed in. And oh. I think it's because it, it, it's, it's, it's hard for him to practice that. Exactly. You have to bend over farther to hit wedge shots. And I think he doesn't put the work in like he needs to. Uh, just probably because it, it, it gets sore. Yeah. You know, he can pound drivers, but, it, you know, and also, you know, to the point about Copperhead, you know, Tiger's still an elite iron player. Mm-hmm. And, and hitting irons there, you know, certainly mid-irons, you know, seven irons. So he's still, when he's on, he's still great at that. Mm-hmm. And it's a course that doesn't require you to shoot way, way under par. And that's, you know, he was, he was right there with a great chance to win. Uh, hard to believe it's going to be three years ago now. Yeah. Uh, the Seems one that like Paul Casey won yeah. over him by a shot. But that's why I think you know it, it, it's it's a it's a good place for him. So uh, uh, and and that's really he should be looking more at that in terms of golf courses nowadays. Uh, like I was mentioning earlier, I think Toy Pines Toy Pines in the summer is different when it's a U.S. Open. In January, it's a different golf course, and it's hard. It's a lot of rough and it's wet and it's chilly. I don't think that's good for him. You know, I think he needs to find warm, warm weather places yep. more. Uh, but uh, but 
in, in April. It's going to be plenty warm here. And, uh, you know, the PGA is in South Carolina. It's going to be warm there. I mean, mm. he wants that sort of, um, you know, element. I, 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 don't, I can't remember if Kiowa has the same sort of grass, you know, but I, I'm guessing it has the same sort of greens that we have. I mean, all of that fits. Yeah, yeah very similar. Yeah. I played the ocean course many, many times. Um, I, I think it would, although they've, you know, it is long, and um, I, that could that could be some issues here for him. Bob Herrick joining us here, ESPN Golf Rider. Before you go, uh, what is your sense of what the PGA Tour is? And I know this is ever changing um, in terms of fans, what they're going to allow. I think I think we're we're pretty confident that it will come late April for for the Valspar. There will be limited fans. Um, but I, we still don't know what the PGA Tour's stomach is for fans at this point. What What is your sense? Well, I think, you know, I think it's a good sign for fans that just in a few weeks' time, they're going to allow 5000 a day in Phoenix. Now, look, that's obviously horrendous when you consider that they have 75,000 days out there. <laughs> that's uh, right. But, but, I mean, you know, Arizona is a state with, with a high COVID rate right now. And, and, you know, there, there's been some concern about, about the, the spikes that we've, that we're seeing, but yet they're going to allow that. I, I think there's a sense that, you know, we've learned how can we deal with this? You're yeah. outdoors, you know, you can space the, the grandstands. Like if they set up grandstands at the Valspar, that's actually to me better than people crowding around the ropes. Because they can dictate where you sit. Yes, true. You know, yeah. you sit with your family at two, in, in blocks of two or four, or you know, whatever, whoever you come with, and then the rows before you, in front of you, are are, are empty. Yeah. yeah, you know, just like we see at Raymond James Stadium. I mean, yeah. if you if you watch that, it looks like it's perfectly spaced out. So we're outdoors, and you know, so obviously, I think it can work. And and you know, uh, for for their sake, I hope that they can they can do as much as possible because. You know, I've said this many times. There was nobody that took it on the chin more than the Valspar. That's right. They were the very first regular event. They were all ready to go. They spent all that money, you know. All the bleachers were up. Right, everything. Hospitality was up. You know, and they're not the only ones, but a bunch of these tournaments deserve to be able to try to make some money. I mean, it's it's a hard, it's a... it's it's a it's a huge drain to to not have that income ticket sales merchandise food you know hospitality and so my guess is is that, that you know they've been they've had a long time to think about this i'm sure they're going to put in in place a great plan for whatever they're allowed yeah but by but by march even i really expect that the tournaments in florida are going to have fans you know the players championship was the one where we were canceled and they're going to have people out there. Yep. Uh, how many? I don't know. You know, I, the smart people are working through these things. And so by the time we get to the Valspar, which is, you know, like I said, three weeks after the Masters, which they're going to have limited fans, I would expect, you know, we've inched a little farther along with people in, in vaccines. Yeah. You know, maybe there's some rapid testing they might want to do. They're certainly doing that for players and, and pro-am people. Uh, you know, so if, if that's an option, uh, then, then that can be employed. Uh, you know, I just, I just wish they would all think these things through so that it could be possible because, um, you know, I've been to a bunch of these things and it's, it's just not the same without people no, out there. It's not. And even watching it, uh, the ratings are down across the board for all sports. And 
We need fans. We need fans for for sports to survive. I mean, obviously, and it just you know, and it's got to be sooner than than later. Or a lot of these, you know, these events are just going to be crippled, and and sports are sports are going to be crippled. So, um, no doubt. All right, Bob. Always great to talk with you, my friend. Uh, happy New Year's to you, and uh, we'll check in with you from time to time as we get through this golf season. Finally, fans are back. Uh, it's going to be a great. Got a lot of great new stars. It's going to be a fun year, no doubt. Thanks, partner. Sounds good, man. Thank Thanks. you so much. Take great, care. Bob Herrig, right there, ESPN senior golf writer. Uh, brought to you by the Valspar Championship, and again, go to valsparchampionship.com and volunteer right now. Get your spot out there if you want to be part of the tournament. It's a it's a lot of fun to volunteer. Too. You get an opportunity to play the course, um, a lot of camaraderie, really cool um, really cool deal. If you've never done that, try it out. It's really fun, really fun. ValsparChampionship.com.